recording started. Interview October 4th, 2021, 0912 hours local time. U.S. Deputy Marshal Bass Marlowe conducting questioning in my office B223. Present this morning is Dr. Lawrence Wainwright, Station Area Manager and Head of Amiston Scott. Please state your name for the record. Didn't you just do that, Deputy Marshal Marlowe? It's for the official record. Very well. Dr. Lawrence Emerson Wainwright, PhD, Area Manager, South Pole Station. Yes. Dr. Wainwright, can you confirm that although you are not detained nor in custody, that I have properly advised you of your constitutional right to not speak with me or your right to have an attorney present at any time? You fully understand those rights, and you have elected to freely provide this interview with no coercion from myself nor anybody else. I have nothing to hide. I'm willing to talk to you, and for your official record, there isn't a person alive who influences Lawrence Emerson Wainwright, Ph.D., do anything he doesn't want to do. We'll take that as a yes. Are you familiar with a person named Sandra Dorecha? Thomas told me about your little midnight chat. Yes, I know Miss Dorecha. How did Sandra Dorecha come to arrive at Amazon Scott? We're still working that out. Your operations manager seems to believe she's from an alternate reality. And? And? And you don't find that the least bit absurd now? No. No, I do not. Are you all doing some haze the new guy science thing here? Let's mess with the law and have some fun because I assure you, doctor, I have zero time for this. Calm yourself, Deputy Marshal. Nobody is playing any jokes upon you, and you'll find I do not abide jocularity during work hours, or in general, to be quite honest. She is a visitor to this reality. Seriously? Has the water been tested around here? Deputy Marshal, I have doctorates in astronomy, astrophysics, and graduate degrees in various sciences. We don't make definitive statements until the theory has been tested, verified, results analyzed, and conclusions are drawn. Those conclusions are reviewed by scientific peers and validated. <laughs> Perhaps you've heard of the scientific method. Very good, Doctor. Perhaps you can help me to understand what tests you ran and what results you found to lead you to this conclusion. I can certainly explain them to you, understanding well, that is a different matter. Whenever you're ready, Doctor. Neutrinos are fermions that interact only by weak nuclear force and gravity. Neutrinos are, as the name implies, electrically neutral and have a rest mass which is infinitesimal on a cosmological scale. The weak force with its short range coupled with a weak gravitational interaction Neutrinos typically pass through solid matter. You, me, this table, the planet itself. Neutrinos pass through all of it. Go on. The majority of neutrinos detected by laboratories on Earth, including those that we have here on Amazon Scott, which, by the way, are the most sophisticated array ever imagined, all originate from reactions within our sun. They travel in straight lines and pass directly through whatever gets in their way. The flux is roughly 6.5 times to the tenth power every second, every square centimeter of a physical object. Except 
Cassandra. Why is it different with her? Every neutrino detector works in tandem with others as the number of sensors required in the network of detectors must be very large to detect any significant number of neutrinos. Sandra can make a signal DOM light up. And while it took a while to confirm, not only does she block electron and moon neutrinos, but she emits tau neutrinos. Or so we thought at first. And a DOM is... A data optical module. They are what detect and report upon that sampling. Mr. Recha is emitting tau antineutrinos with a right spin, and even more perplexing, not with the opposite hilarity. <clears throat> it's like holding a sign up to a mirror, and the words are perfectly legible and not reversed as they should be. Look, doctor, I can sit here all day and throw various terms and theories in your direction. But much like our friend the Neutrino, it will go right through you. Tell you what, Doc, why don't we just focus on the crime at hand? I'm more of a mystery book fan than I am science fiction. Why don't you tell me about your relationship with Dr. Rodney? Dr. Rodney was one of the scientists assigned to work under me back in 2018. He was assigned to several different research. Recording stopped. This is day two, U.S. Deputy Marshal Bass Marlowe reporting, October 4th, 2021, 1420 hours. Commence interviews of base personnel who overwintered at the time of the homicide. First interview with Station Manager Wainwright. Interview recorded on body cam and will accompany this verbal record in transmission to Honolulu Field Office. Pompous ass. Dr. McKendrick. Please call 4843. Dr. McKendrick, 4843. Thank you. Wainwright was accounted for during the time of death, having attended a wine tasting course from 2000 to 2230, thereafter seen his office and the operations center until 015 hours. Unless his alibi falls apart, he is dropped to the bottom of the suspect pool. Interview of operations manager Thomas Kelly, equally unenlightening. Unlike his boss, his alibi is a bit more undefined. Suspect said he was sleeping in his berth A4211. Nobody can validate. Even the wise ass across the hall wasn't sure he remembered him being there. Hey, Diane, do me a favor and see if there's anything from last season about a press release involving... Don't laugh. Involving alternate realities or parallel universes. The locals here have a very interesting set of beliefs. I don't know if it's the recycled O2 or the isolation. Just see what you can dig up. Interview of Suspect 3, Miss Sandra Derecha, proved more interesting than the previous two. I apologize in advance for the video and audio abnormalities during this interview. I'm still not accustomed to the body cam, and I may have adjusted a setting that impacted the quality. Summary of video as follows. Recording started. Interview, October 4th, 2021, 11.45 hours local time. U.S. Deputy Marshal Bass Marlowe conducting questioning in my office, B223. Present this morning is Ms. Sandra Derecha, Neil Stewart for Amiston Scott Research Facility. Please state your name for the record. I'm Sandra Derecha. I'm one of the galley workers. 
Ma'am, can you confirm that I have properly advised you of your constitutional Miranda rights? You fully understand those rights, and you have elected to freely provide this interview with no coercion from myself nor anybody else. You did, and nobody asked me to say anything. On the table in front of you is a folder with a document. Would you please read and confirm all this in writing? If you agree, would you then please sign with that pen? Thank you. Now, first off, ma'am, can you help me understand, how did you get here? You mean to this room, or Amundsen Scott? The station, ma'am. It was about this time two years ago. I had been hired by the NSF to work in operations, uh, support meal prep, and serving here. Who was it at the National Science Foundation who hired you? I thought it was National Scientific Foundation. Is that what it's called here? Fairly sure that's what they call it everywhere. So again, ma'am, who hired you? Hmm. Oh, I remember. It was Jim uh, Colby. Jim Colby. He responded to my resume, and after a few interviews, he sent me the offer letter from Bethesda. And you arrived here around two years ago? That sounds about right. On a plane from Christchurch. Well, L.A. to Honolulu to Christchurch to McMurdo and then to here. May I please get your date and place of birth? October 10th, 1986. I was born at Bridgeport Hospital, Capitol Hill, Northeast, in D.C. State. Washington, D.C.? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Uh, I haven't heard it called that since we got statehood back in 2010. <laughs> okay, I'm assuming you knew Dr. Rodney. Oh, yes. For a station this small, especially during winter overs... You get to know everybody well. And how would you characterize your relationship? We were friendly. I mean, I wouldn't go so far as to say friends, but the Beakers don't tend to socialize heavily with the DeWalts. Mr. Kelly was trying to explain that last, uh, help me out, which group are the Beakers and which the DeWalts? Oh, the, the scientists are the Beakers. They'll say it's because of the test tubes they use, but... In reality, they're called that after the Muppet. <laughs> okay. Uh, the station maintenance, uh, cargo, galley staff, or anybody charged with keeping the station up and running for day-to-day -day activities are the DeWalts. Uh, because of the power tools, or as Dr. Rodney never passed an opportunity to say, they're dumb as power tools. Got it. Thanks. Did you know, or were you told of anybody who may have had an issue with Dr. Rodney over comments like that one. Well, I don't like to talk ill of the dead, but around here, he tended to get in other people's business a bit more than he should. Uh, gossip? Uh, I, I suppose. <sighs> Down here, you know, people just have their ways. It's even worse when you're in the glass hut throwing rocks. Makes you look hypocritical. Glass huts. He had a... Well, we call it an ice wife or ice husband. And by you, you of course mean... Police. Wait, Deputy Marshal, do... Do you know 
I know that people seem to think you come from a parallel universe. No, no, no. Alternate reality. Apparently there is a difference. <clears throat> Mr. Ratcher, my purpose here is to investigate and hopefully resolve the murder of Dr. Rodney. Anything else I need not let distract me, including the unique theories I've heard since arriving. Oh, good. Oh, so you're aware. Whew. NSF and the government told us not to talk about it openly. Hush, hush and all that. Of course. Let's get back to Dr. Rodney. Can you recall where you were the night before the murder? Um... Uh, as I recall, I was serving dinner up until 8 p.m. Um, uh, there was a wine class that started around the same time, so a few of us stayed to help Lunch Lady Alice with... Uh, we cleaned up afterwards, which started around 10.30 or 10.45 until 11.30. Another 10 minutes just to make sure we were ready for breakfast the next morning, and then I went to bed. Back to my original question. Did he have any enemies? <sighs> I, I I can't say for sure. Again, we, we didn't socialize too much, um, but I know that more than a few people weren't enamored with him. Anybody in particular come to mind? Well... It's well known that Fred was smitten with Dr. McKendrick. Oh, that was Rodney's ice wife. Yeah. You mentioned that a little while ago. What uh, is an ice wife? Dr. Rodney was having an affair with Dr. McKendrick. They're both married to other people back in civilization. When people get intimate down here for the season, it's called having an ice wife or ice husband. It happens more than you might think. Huh. You know the saying, what happens in Las Cruces stays in Las Cruces. I can honestly say I don't know that saying. So, Fred was jealous of Dr. Rodney and his relationship with Dr. McKendrick. That's the rumor. Oh, but I'm not accusing Fred of anything. Fred is a big old sweetheart who just doesn't know when it's a lost cause. I don't think he has it in him to kill anyone. I'm just gathering information, Mr. Retcher. It's only been 24 hours, and I have many more interviews to go before I can say I have people of interest. I understand. I think that's all I need for the moment, Mr. Retcher. If anything else comes up or I have follow-up questions, I'll come find you. I'm in the galley Saturday through Thursday. You'll see me around. Oh, now that I know you're part of the Hush Hush Club, you'll be getting more fresh fruit. I'm not 100% sure of what that means, but appreciate the sentiment intended. Afternoon, ma'am. Diane, sending you a piece of paper along with a large plastic pen sealed in an evidence folder. There's an LC-130 leaving the station in a few hours and flying back to McMurdo. I'm going to radio ahead and have the two special marshals there pull fingerprints and scan them over to you. In addition to the facial recognition that I asked for last night, run the prints. Also check for Sanda Derecha, born October 1986, Bridgeport Hospital in Washington, D.C. Trying to stay focused on this one, but... Uh, the inmates are absolutely running the asylum down here. Recording started. Hmm.
Not half bad. Um, excuse me. May, may I sit there? Don't mind at all. Please. Yes, ma'am. Please, have a seat. Thank you. Uh, You don't have to be so formal to stand. I apologize, ma'am, but it's how I was raised. I see. I'm not used to... to people. I'd normally just get food and eat in my room. May I ask why? I... uh... This is hard. Sad. Why are you upset? No, no, um, social anxiety disorder. I've had it since I was 13. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I misheard you. It's... You have no idea how bad I want to run out of this room. It's taking everything I have just to sit here. For what it's worth, I think you're doing well. Would it help if I just let you alone to get settled and we sat quietly? No. Uh, No, please. I need... I need to work on my social interaction. My doctors say it won't get better. I won't get better until I start to take positive steps. I would like to small talk. Absolutely. Most first meetings start with an introduction, so let me start. I'm Bass, Bass Marlowe. Kendra. Kendra. Jennings. Well, Miss Kendra Jennings, of Amundsen Scott South Pole Station. I am very pleased to meet you. Thank you. So what do you do here at the station? I'm a beaker. My, I have doctorates in quantum physics and, and in cosmology. Whoa, I am so cheating off your paper during the next (laughs) test. So she can laugh, she can smile. Please, no. Sorry, sorry. I didn't mean, um, I guess it's been a while since I socialized too. So should I call you Dr. Jennings? No, no, um, just, just Kendra is fine. Please, just, just Kendra. Kendra then. I'm very happy you chose this spot to sit down at today. Why? I don't get to make many new friends. I'd like to hope I'm making a new friendship right now. Thank you. For what? Because honestly, I I didn't see I didn't see this going well for me. I was convinced I would just keep my egg salad sandwich, chips and a drink and rush back to my room. I didn't do that. I tried to be brave. Later, in form 3, which was uh, grade 10, in which um, I tried to be brave and find somebody to talk to. Not a table full. Just just somebody off by themselves. But you're here, still sitting and having, if you don't mind me saying, a very excellent conversation. How is the egg salad anyway? It's, it's all right. I like it better when the bread is slightly toasted. Hmm. I may order that for dinner then. Thanks for the recommendation. Are 
Are you part of the summer staff? In a way, I suppose I am. Didn't you just come in this morning with the first PAX flight from McMurdo? Oh, no, no. I arrived yesterday afternoon. I'm with the U.S. Marshals Service and was sent to investigate- Dr. Rodney's death! Yes, exactly. I'm so sorry. I'm... I knew this was a bad idea. No, wait. It's not even that... That much. I am impressed over Ish. In two years, she is on ice. I only see her say words to three people. You come, first day, she tells you story of life. I should have said I was with the Marshal Service first off. Meh. Maybe no, maybe yes. Maybe you say you're polizai when first meet. She runs away. Runs back to room with silly little sandwich which smells of feet. Story of life never is told. And she does not see she can be better than being by self all time. This is what I think. You and little church mouse doctor had first meeting the way universe mean for it to happen. Berries an outlook for a custodian. Yet, I am not custodian. I am janitor. I am best janitor on ice. Don't know what fancy custodian do, but janitor. I keep station clean, like whistles. You go to soda fountain machine over there. Get club soda, lemon slice, and mix. Rub lemon water over smelly egg feet puke and soak one hours. Then put in washing machine. You know where it is? Yeah, it's laundry room is next to the green room. I have to say, it's still weird to think of a humid green room in Antarctica. Mech, it's not the weirdest thing here. Then what is? I think, uh, demon what is locked in fuel room? Weirder. This has been 90 Degrees South. On behalf of the cast and crew, I'd like to thank you for listening. If you liked the episode and are enjoying the series, please remember to give us a like, a share, a tweet, send a raven, or review on iTunes, Audioboom, or your favorite podcast site. It helps us to get the word out and keeps the cold at bay. Until next time. This has been a BMB production.